The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen up. October 4th, 1950. Charles Schultz had failed to syndicate his comic strip Lil Folks beyond the local St. Paul Pioneer Press. However, with his new strip Peanuts, he was able to finally expand his reach to seven whole newspapers. This day was the third day of his new strip. In it, a familiar-looking canine appeared, one similar to another that had shown up in Little Folks. One of Schultz's childhood dogs, Spike, was the inspiration. However, readers would have to wait until the November 10th strip to learn this beagle's name, Snoopy. Originally published in 1962, the Peanuts collection Happiness as a Warm Puppy was named after a 1960 strip where the notoriously prickly Lucy Van Pelt she of football swiping and five-cent psychiatry fame walks up to Snoopy, pats him on the head, gives him a hug, then walks away saying the titular line, happiness is a warm puppy. Personally, I'm more of a cat person though. Growing up, my family only had one dog, Brandy, a collie that my family had until we moved away from the Bay Area to Nevada when I was six. One of my earliest memories is taking her to the pound before we move. Not a vivid memory, more like a vignette. Like looking around and I know where I am and what's going on, but nothing's moving in the picture. And that's gotta be a little traumatic, right? That could be part of why I'm not that into dogs. I also don't like the neediness. I mean, with cats, you get space. Sure, dogs are fuzzy cute and all, but you don't want to be smothered by them. Cats just aren't that intense. Sure, they're fucking weird, but cats give you space. They give you an opportunity to miss them, you know? They go off and do their own thing, which is usually sleep. My wife and I met working at one of the big box store book chains, the one that's still around, the one that rhymes with farms and noble. She was still living with her parents, and we had started dating. And as you do, it came time to come over and meet her family, have dinner together. I also got to meet Jessie, a mostly golden retriever lab mix pound dog that they got the day before she was due to be put down. Jessie had been a part of their family for eight or nine years at this point. They gave her the occasional Ritz cracker and called them zippies. After eating an apple, you could give her the core and she would daintily chew it further down with those tiny little teeth between her canines. Jessie was a nice, great dog that was very happy to see me. So happy, in fact, that she got up on her hind legs, then lost her balance, and I put my hands out to shake or catch her or something. She came down and scratched the hell out of my arm. I've always wondered if I should have gone to the urgent care or something, if they would have uh, given me stitches, because this was a huge gash. And I can't make them feel bad with my arm hemorrhaging blood. I tell them, you know, I'm fine. It's not that bad. I'm not going to sue you. When we ended up getting married, my wife's family would say that Jessie knew that I was meant to be a part of their family. And so she marked me for life. Of course, I still have the scar. We call it the Jessie scar. Ooh, there's really no way to transition out of this without sounding like Casey Kasem doing a long-distance dedication now, is there? Casey Kasem did, however, have his own canine best friend of sorts. Charlie Brown had Snoopy, and 
Casey is the long-running voice for Norval Rogers, the character Shaggy, had his own similarly voraciously appetited best friend, Scooby-Doo. However, Shaggy and Scoob might not agree that happiness is a warm puppy. They might probably prefer a warm piece of pizza, or possibly a sandwich that was like three feet tall or something. Welcome to Season 8 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through every song in the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Pallone. Each episode, I go track by track with a guest through every album, soundtrack, single, and b-side to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Lost Dogs released November 11th, 2003, a two-CD set or three-vinyl set of 31 tracks, B-sides, holiday singles, charity and soundtrack contributions, 11 of which were never before released. The rumor goes that Angel was initially proposed to be included. I believe the evidence from that is on the back cover of the album. There is a reference on one of the Missing Dog posters to Angel. Other references include Neil Young, Brendan O'Brien, and Grammy of Grammy Out of Control namesake. One of the outliers of this collection is Yellow Ledbetter being included on this B-side collection and also on their Greatest Hits collection, Rearview Mirror. Which, if it's a B-side super rare song, how can it be a Greatest Hits? Or hit? Even though if you had grown up around the time of the early, mid, late 90s and listened to alternative radio, they played Yellow Blood Better an awful lot for it not being an official single. However, it was on the Jeremy single. But still, it's one of those weird things where people just start playing Pearl Jam songs without them being singles, such as Corduroy and Better Man. And let's not forget Last Kiss. Anyway, since this season I am covering a compilation, I am not going to follow the track listing of this album. Especially considering that for December, I'm going to mess around and have a little fun, and the episodes coming out this month are going to be about their Christmas songs. Not necessarily songs from holiday singles, but actual songs about Christmas, where Christmas is actually mentioned. They have a handful of these songs, three of which will be covered this month. With the fourth Monday not being a Christmas song per se, but uh, it is, there is a connection. You'll kind of get it once you listen to the episode. So that means I'm going to cover all the Lost Dog songs, jump around in the order. Holiday single songs are also going to be mixed up in there. And one soundtrack song giving me 36 songs in total for this season. That's going to take me over half the year. There are also three sort of leftover songs from holiday singles that I'm going to try to also cover in this season. So that means the episodes coming out for this season are going to be All Night, Sad, Down, Hitchhiker, Don't Gimme No Lip, Alone, In the Moonlight, Education, Black, Red, Yellow, You, Leaving Here, Grammy Out of Control, Whale Song, Undone, Hold On, 
Yellow Ledbetter, Fatal, Other Side, Hard to Imagine, Footsteps, Wash, Dead Man, Strangest Tribe, Drifting, Let Me Sleep, Last Kiss, Sweet Lou, Dirty Frank, Brother, B-Girl, 42002, Man of the Hour, Don't Believe in Christmas, Someday at Christmas, Reach Down, I Believe in Miracles, and the leftover songs that I am going to attempt to also fit into this season that I didn't get a chance to in previous seasons are Can't Help Falling in Love, I Just Want to Have Something to Do, and Give Me Some Truth. Now, since this is a compilation, I'm also not going to be rating this like all the other albums before. So this introduction is more of a formality since I've done it for all the other albums. Because I am nothing if not a slave to format. Speaking of format, I believe that Tower Records was closed by the time this album came out. So I got the vinyl through the 10 Club. And then also had to pick up the CD, which I believe I got from Best Buy. I think I was still working at Best Buy at the time. And I, I, I would not know at the time that the vinyl was so sought after for this album. It's, it's one of the more rare ones, I think, that I have that, uh, that Pearl Gems come out. Of, of course, I don't have Benaroya Hall, which I think was the point where I gave up on trying to get all of the Pearl Jam releases on vinyl because I didn't get that one, which I think when they announced it, like, I don't even think I knew that it was up for pre-order at all or anything like that. I don't know. They sent out an email in like the 10 Club newsletter or something. They, they, they weren't doing the 10 Club newsletters like on the 10th through email that they were doing now. So I don't know how you would have to, how you would know about it unless you're checking the website every day. Also, I'm not that big a fan of live concerts on vinyl just because of the continuity. Having to flip the record, get the new one out of the sleeve, all that sort of stuff just takes me personally out of the experience of listening to a live performance, a concert. So I prefer CDs or just listening to MP3s, download, whatever. Then again, that could just be mostly me trying to make myself feel better for not getting that record. Hey, let's take this chance to thank the people who are contributing to my Patreon and Ko-fi. Patreon.com slash B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P and K-O-F-I.com slash Brandon P. So uh, let's thank these fine contributors, Michelle Hoffman, John Farrar, Sean Rashkis, Bradley Pisecki, Curtis Hames, Thomas Gregory, Randy Sobel, Jeff Simpson, and Bob Remington. Thanks so much for helping me out, and I kind of need the help right now, because my current podcast provider that I've been using for the past, ooh, how long have I been doing this? Probably six, seven years of podcasting since I started? Yeah, maybe closer to five somewhere around there. Uh, the host is shutting down, so I need to move my feed somewhere, and there aren't any real good ones for free. Of course, there's Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, so fuck them, which means I gotta pay. So contributions are going to go to that after, of course, the December money goes to the Northern Nevada Food Bank. And if you would like to be an honorary contributor, then you can donate your own money 
to your own local food bank that you can find at feedingamerica.org. And uh, show me a screenshot or something of the uh, receipt or something, and you'll get all the bonus episodes that uh, my fine supporters get. But of course, you don't have to give me money. That's totally fine. But uh, as we're here at the holiday season, the Christmas season, uh, you know, there is the, uh, the old nursery rhyme. Christmas is coming. The geese are getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, a hey penny will do. If you haven't got a hey penny, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please. And tell your friends, volunteer to be a guest to talk about a song. I will probably start recording uh, episodes for the self-titled Pearl Jam album in summer (laughs) of next year. We'll see. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, let's start this season. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by their respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at betterbandpod. I am on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to either ko-fi.com slash Brandon P or patreon.com slash Brandon P. You can also give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, but don't forget to tell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send me insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank you all for listening and as always, this is Brandon saying... Oh, Homer, of course you'll have a bad impression of New York if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds. What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week.
This is the God, last goddamn time I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo and I gotta talk about a fucking dog dying. Listen up.